The special counsel, Jack Smith, said he wants to put Donald Trump on trial in the election interference case as soon as January 2nd, 2024, nearly three years after the Capitol attack, about two weeks before the Iowa caucuses. Prosecutors don't think it will take more than four to six weeks, they say, to present their evidence. Of course, then the Trump team would also get to go. This also means Trump could be in the courtroom and on the campaign trail at the same time. In the other Jack Smith case, the former president's co-defendants appeared in court today to face new charges in the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation. Trump body man and his initial co-defendant, Walt Nada, pleaded not guilty. But once again, the court is now facing a, de a delay. Is Carlos de Oliveira, the latest co-defendant who was added in that superseding indictment, showed up without a Florida-licensed attorney? His arraignment has now been postponed to next, next week. I should note, you don't see Trump in those videos alongside the attorneys and the two co-defendants. He also pleaded not guilty to the new charges against him, but he waived his appearance at today's hearing. Joining me now, Jennifer Rogers, CNN's legal analyst and former federal prosecutor, and David Kelly, former U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. Thank you both for being here. Jennifer, this is a really aggressive schedule. You know, the prosecutors are putting this forward. Uh, they say that they want not just this, to give Trump's lawyers the bulk of their discovery in the next two weeks. I mean, compared to a normal timeline, how, how remarkable is that? It's really, really tight, Caitlin. I mean, we're thinking about cases when we were in the U.S. Attorney's Office. A run-of-the-mill case would probably take usually nine months. So um, it's not that it can't get done if they have dedicated prosecution team, a dedicated defense team doing just this, and the court makes space for it. It's feasible in theory, but I think it's pretty tight. I can't imagine they can do it that fast. Well, and Trump is obviously not happy about this. He's saying that he can't believe Jack Smith scheduled it for the day after New Year's Day, but he said he thinks it should happen, if at all, after the election. I mean, his team does get to suggest their, their own timetable. I imagine they're not going to agree with this one. No, and I, what I think is happening is that Jack Smith starts off, it's kind of like a bidding war. So he puts in his bid knowing he's not going to get it, but maybe there'll be kind of a march to, to the middle. Um, so that maybe if they don't start in January, maybe they can get to May. I, I agree with Jennifer. You know, it, it typically is about nine months before you get to trial. It can be done sooner. And I think that the discovery in this case is probably less complex than the discovery in the documents case. And the reason being is that the documents case has a lot of classified information, um, the substance of which I don't think is really relevant, but the fact that they have to sort through some of the classified information issues. So I think that can be longer. And I think the point here is this can be done faster. Um, so I don't think it's un unreasonable for him to come and bid kind of so low. Um, but I think it's going it, to, it, at best, look, I don't think it's likely to go before the election, but I think it could reasonably and prudently, prudently be scheduled, you know, sometime in the spring, summer. And normally when we talk about a speedy trial, we're talking about a defendant's rights to a speedy trial. But what prosecutors noted today was making the argument about the public's interest in a speedy trial. And, and Molly Gaston, one of the prosecutors, said it's difficult to imagine a public interest stronger than this one in which the defendant is the former president charged with these three, these three charges, but saying that obviously it's uh, a matter of public importance and it may, merits in favor of a prompt resolution given he's running for office. I mean, does that work with a judge? Well, what underlines all of this is the notion that if he wins election again, he will have this case dismissed. I mean, he will have a way to just get rid of this altogether by appointing... He said he would fire Jack Smith. 
Well, Fire Jack Smith, his AG will dismiss the case. If it happens to be resolved by then, he'll pardon himself. I mean, there are a bunch of different ways it can happen, but that's not something you say to the judge because that's not really codified in the Speedy Trial Act, but that's really what we're talking about here. You have to get it done beforehand or else he'll be able to make it go away. What do you make of what happened, David, in Southern Florida today where you see Walt Nada and Carlos de Oliveira walking out <clears> with their attorneys out of court, but Carlos's attorneys were essentially arguing for a delay until August 25th because he does not have Florida-based representation that is actually signed on to this yet. The judge said, no, we're going to do this on Tuesday. Yeah, well, the Southern District of Florida is pretty strict about outside lawyers coming in. Um, I've been there and have that issue before. Um, and I agree with the judge. It shouldn't take that long. And I think that he's now testing the patience of the judge. Um, you need to get somebody. There's somebody in the Southern, that's licensed to practice in the Southern District of Florida has to be available to come in at least as a pro, to, to, to be local counsel for, you know, some attorney. So saying the 25th is too long is more than reasonable. He should get his act together and get a lawyer and move forward. Walt Nauta did the same thing, though. He delayed in getting a Florida-based attorney. We were he hearing from sources that it was it was a delay tactic. Do you think this is also a delay tactic? I think it's all a delay tactic. I mean, we're talking about a matter of, you know, months before the election. Every week counts. I mean, the notion that they got a week out of fighting over a totally routine protective order in the January 6th case, this stuff with the lawyers and the documents case, I mean, it's just death by a thousand cuts. Every time they can push it back a little, little, next thing you know, you can't try it till after the election. Ellie Honig is here with more. What is the significance of today? Is there before the judge who's going to oversee this whole thing? Yeah, Poppy. So every time we're going to do this, we're going to start with this graphic okay. because there's now three indictments, maybe a fourth coming soon. It's a lot. The case we're focused on here is the federal case brought by DOJ Special Counsel Jack Smith relating to Donald Trump's effort to steal the 2020 election. Now, the main issue in front of Judge Chutkin today is what can Donald Trump say and do publicly relating to discovery? Now, discovery means that in any criminal case, prosecutors have an obligation to turn over all their evidence, all their witness statements, all their documents before trial. Jack Smith has taken the position that there should be a protective order preventing Donald Trump from speaking publicly about all materials, everything. Now, Trump's team has said, we should just limit that only to sensitive materials, not all materials. And they've said, we'll let you, Jack Smith, tell us which ones are sensitive. Jack Smith mm -hmm. has said, no good. You have to be stopped from talking about all the materials. And Jack Smith, in his brief, cites Donald Trump's inflammatory social media posts, including this infamous one. Much worse ones followed this. Can I just ask you, is that yeah. realistic? Would any other defendant face something like that to say you can't talk about anything? It's drastic, but Jack Smith argues it's merited based on the circumstances. And the fear that Jack Smith says is we don't want witnesses being intimidated mm -hmm. here. There's a secondary issue that will be before the judge today. We've now learned that there are some, not many, but some classified documents in the January 6th case. This is separate from the Mar-a-Lago right. case, which is all about classified documents. So the parties have to work out how they're going to deal with those classified documents. As you said, this is the first appearance in front of district yeah. court judge Tanya Chuck. And a little quick background. She spent over a decade as a public defender. She understands the defendant's constitutional rights. She was an Obama nominee in 2014, mm -hmm. and she has handled prior January 6th cases very harshly. This is the part that I think is going to make today so interesting yeah. because she is obviously a big believer in defendants' yeah. rights. Yeah. Um, trial schedule. What are we looking at? Because they want January 2nd. That's yeah. soon. Jack Smith asked for January 2nd, 2024. Trump has not weighed in yet. I think it's safe to assume he's going to want much later. But let's look at what that really means. January 2nd is awfully ambitious. This indictment dropped just last week. It feels like longer ago. But on August 1st, if they do a January 2nd trial, jury selection is going to start here. That would only give Trump's team 
four and a half months to prepare. That is a really short amount of time. Bigger picture, and here's where it gets sort of crazy. Okay, the election's in November 2024. We already have the Manhattan DA's trial starting in March. That'll go through April. We already have the Mar-a-Lago trial starting at the end of May. That's gonna go through June and July. And now Jack Smith is saying, let's start the January 6th trial in early January. There's just not room for that. You're, you're not gonna get this trial in before March. So this is the DA's trial. That one's gonna have to move in order for there to be any chance of getting this one in early in there. There's a lot here. Yeah, that'll be so interesting, Ellie. Thank you.